Hey guys, quick note before the podcast, hope you guys are having a great week. I just want to let you guys know that if you have any feedback, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, you guys get a hold of me on LinkedIn or my email, uh, that's joe at codessa.io, that's uh, I and the O at the end. Um, yeah, just let me know what your feedback is, what questions you'd want to hear, guess, all that good stuff. I'll keep giving you guys great content and uh, hopefully keep this thing going. All right, have a great day, guys. Uh, now to the podcast. family welcome to another episode of joe momo presents i'm super excited to have uh brent here with me um i'll let him uh, introduce himself but uh, yeah let's get right into it brent. awesome thank you thanks for having me my name is brent ellergott uh, my company is ellergott design we are a custom home design firm in calgary and we provide custom home design services to uh, mostly custom home builders and developers on the residential side, so custom homes, high-end renovations, uh, multifamily, and then we also provide those types of services to private clients, homeowners, uh, landowners, those kind of things that approach us through home shows, website, that kind of thing. Oh, really cool, really cool. Well, I saw that you guys, uh, I guess you started the business in 2003, so that's what, 17 years, so lots of, lots of wisdom uh, there. No, when you were born, right? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it with all the people I'm involved with now, they're just, my, uh, my senior draftsman designer said to me the other day, um, oh, I noticed, uh, I noticed when you graduated from SAIT, uh, you know, in 86, that's when I was born, and it was like, oh, it just made me feel very old. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so let us know about your story. Like, how, how's the journey like for you? From I guess there's lots of trials and tribulations from. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, where to start? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'll, I'll try to jump in. If you have any other questions, just yeah, interrupt. But uh, sure. I'd say so. You know, apart from I won't get into details of uh, you know being born and being born and raised uh, overseas. But um, basically, I've been in Calgary for oh, a long, long time since I was about grade six and. Um, but after high school, I, I attended SAIT, uh, took their architectural technology program, uh, graduated in 1986. Um, so uh, from there, I went and worked uh, for a architectural for a small residential architectural firm here in Calgary. Uh, went on to a few other jobs before my wife and I moved out to Vancouver and uh, had a really good experience there with uh, a design company and then an interior design company. And then at that point, we uh, realized we would never be able to afford having a family out there and actually, you know, maybe owning something apart from renting basement suites and stuff like that. <laughs> Even though we loved it out there, it's a great place to live, but uh, kind of expensive. Right. So um, we moved back to Calgary and I don't even know, what, a few years after that and um, kind of worked again for some architectural firms, uh, kind of started working for production builders back then, uh, Jamin, Cedar Glen, Homes by Abbey and Cardell, other ones after that and then at some point uh, I guess like you said in about 2003 um, had the even though I've been thinking about it for years before that it was kind of this uh, perfect storm I guess of uh, opportunity uh, the economy was pretty good and I was um, almost making as much money on the side moonlighting uh, doing projects for builders and stuff like that as I was during the day so kind of it made it pretty easy for myself so I, I kind of had it easy jumping into I guess the entrepreneurial world and um, yeah, basically quit, and I was fortunate that uh, the MNP, the accounting firm, they have a entrepreneur program that uh, I was able to get into, and um, 
so that helped me for the first three months, um, sort of taking classes half day and then uh, making, trying to make some money <laughs> in the afternoon and evenings. But anyway, so that was, I had it pretty easy getting into it uh, back in 2003. And so, yeah, like you said, been around for what is it, whatever that is, 13, mm -hmm. seven, oh, sorry, 17, 17 years or so. Years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what type of things did you wish you knew when you started your start your career like what oh yeah that's <laughs> a great question. things to avoid if you <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think one of the things that I don't know when I learned this in my career but I remember someone sort of I don't know if it was a business book or just a conversation with maybe a consultant or something like that and someone was talking about you know as an entrepreneur we have all these hats to wear and I think that was probably something that I wish I understand understood a bit better uh, especially the first few years of having my own business uh, just realizing, and I don't want to be. It doesn't. It's not overwhelming. It's just realizing that that there's you know there's the marketing guy. Now now you're the sales guy. Now you're the min guy, returning emails and being the secretary. And then you're doing this, and you're out, you know, on the weekend. I, like I said, I was at the Reno show. Well, on Tuesday I was there with my draftsman setting it up. And here I, I mean I'm, you know, I'm not the most handy guy. So you know <laughs> so, you know you do whatever it takes, right? So you're you know put, whether it's long hours or you're you know. Um, learning something new and I'm not the most techie guy so it's a bit of a challenge and yeah. fortunately I've surrounded myself with really good staff and, and my wife is a lot more technical than I am so she's <laughs> helped me on that kind of side over the years. Um, so yeah I think I think one of the, and I know this wasn't quite your question but I know that one of the best piece of advice I got, for, I think it was like literally in a, like one of the, Inc or one of the business magazines was they'd interviewed like 10 CEOs and uh, of con, you know, huge corporations in the States and one of them, I believe it was, I don't know if it was Johnson Johnson or GE or something and the guy said, you know, the best advice he could give was, um, you know, sur surround yourself with people better than you. And I thought, okay, there's, here's this guy that's making probably, you know, five million a year, you know, <laughs> yeah. fairly well off and, and he was humble enough to, you know, to say, I've got, you know, I know I'm not good at everything. I think that's back to the hats as well. You know, you kind of right. feel like you're, you're, um, you know, you, as an entrepreneur, especially, you know, especially young people. But when I was young years ago, when I started my company, you're not the, not cocky, but you think you got a lot, you know, on the go, and and you're you got it all together, and you realize after a few years of ups and downs, you know, it's like, okay, how can I be a bit more humble, realistic, and realize, okay, I need to let's find people around me that I, you know, like an accountant and a lawyer, and just and you know, just people who can you know, maybe a mentor, maybe a business coach, whatever it might be that can just, you know, fill in those gaps that, you know, I, I just can't know everything. And I don't, you know, I know I'm, re I'm a really creative guy. I'm a good, great problem solver. But other than that, I'm pretty useless. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No one will listen to this, right? <laughs> exactly. He'll keep it down low. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so I guess when you were navigating and you gave really good advice, um, has there been any like big failures that you kind of <laughs> learned from? Anything oh, that sticks let out? Let me see. I'll yeah. Put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, one thing that comes to mind is uh, this was probably pretty close to when I started my own company. I was approached by um, someone in Calgary. I won't get into any detail. And and this person told me, gave me this big story. And I'm not saying it's even was even a you know, you know, a lie or anything, but. Um, you know, oh, I've got the, you know, I've, I've bought six lots in Mount Royal and, you know, they're worth a lot of money. I need your help to, you know, design them. I've got some clients from overseas that are looking at buying them, you know, and we we're talking about fees and it was like, you know, all of a sudden this, you know, the dollar signs are going off like, oh my goodness, this is going to be it. This is my, you know, this is going to be, I'm going to make, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars this year. It's going to be amazing, you know, and, 
and um, literally, you know, over months and months, and I sort of throw in some free design work. It, it's, I remember talking to my wife about that after that, and realizing that nothing came of it. And it wasn't that's it wasn't that it was a bad person or a bad a colleague or anything like that. More of just the fact that I was putting all my eggs in one basket. So it's basically being realistic, seeing the opportunity in that, and taking you know putting in some like in that in that literally sweat and. You know, some some I guess free time to kind of say you're trying to gain a relationship and trying to show you really want that project or work with that client long term. And then in the end, uh, literally, I just she stopped. Like I couldn't get a hold of her anymore. So it's kind of like, oh, that's so disappointing. And you know, I was thinking, oh no, you know. I think part of it's just the advice or you know, kind of I don't know if it's a fail, but definitely my mind was already like it was already the money was already in the bank. You know, like right. it was like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. gonna change my life. We're gonna, right. we can now move to Mount Royal. You know, yeah. it's gonna be yeah, this is excellent. So I think part of that is just you know taking you know one moment at a time in a way, one day at a time, and just you know if opportunities come up, just keep it. Keep that opportunity as a reality. Like, where really is it in your sales process or, you know, pipeline? I guess, and sort of say, you know, is is it? it yeah, it, have hope. You know, have a, a positive attitude towards things. I'm not. I'm not a downer guy. Yeah. Like, it's not like oh, life sucks, and you know, don't be an entrepreneur. It's like no. When some when an opportunity comes up, just be realistic. Keep plugging along. Try. You know, go after those projects. Go after those clients. But just realize that okay, some guy, you know, someone's going to come along with that. Oh, you know, the end <laughs> all and be all, and right. then you know, just kind of say, hey, yeah, I, I, you know, it's a great opportunity, but hey, I got these other clients I need to look after as well, mm-hmm. and don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so, I did, so yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that's a, right. a pretty big fail for you know a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, it's tough though. Like you, you kind of see the the starry eyes and you yeah. just get it right away. But you just have to be patient. And kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, absolutely. Your process. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So and be sort of just I get back back to reality and hopefully realistic somewhere in the middle there where you see you know, the positive opportunity, but you know not get too far ahead of yourself because right. you can be I mean I, I know I, I probably look back and I probably missed opportunities that were coming that were really there right. and that but then I just sort of put on the beside the you know sort of almost let them pass by and then I, right. I missed that opportunity because I was so focused on on something else kind of as the big ticket like the, the lottery sort of thing you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah it's tough but um, okay so what type of skills unique skills have has helps you uh, become successful in your career mm. path. You touched on uh, persistence and uh, patience uh, previously, but what type of, what other kind of stuff? I think one of the things that I've learned over the lot, you know, probably, especially being on my own for the 16, 17 years is, um, I think I'm really good at relationships. And I'm not saying I've got, you know, hundreds of friends or anything like that, but it's more of, you know, the people that I have a relationship with, especially business-wise, they're really important to me. And so I try to not only maintain them, mm-hmm. but, but um, you know, let them know that they they're very important to me. So they, I mean, any of my, I, I hope, custom home builders and renovators and people like that in the industry that that are not only providing us with work and providing us with clients, mm-hmm. uh, but just colleagues of mine in the industry. I mean, I hope they they know just from my attitude and, and the way I not only provide them with a biz service like a, a profitable service or a money based service, but if they phone up, I just want to help them. I want to, you know, provide them, and I want them to succeed as I want to succeed. You know, it's. it's mm-hmm. I, I think also I'm a very team-oriented person. So to me, I realize I wouldn't be where I'm at without, you know, all the way back to my parents and siblings, and you know, all the opportunities and the mentors and people I've had in my life. And so some of that I think helps me as I sort of look around and say, 
yeah, if, if I have any success whatsoever, I know it wouldn't be just because of me. Like there's other people around me. So how do I be gra you know, grateful and, and have an attitude of, of you know, kind of more Zen attitude of kind of <laughs> like, hey, let's, we're all in this together. So like, right. you know, there's, there's people out there within the, say, the residential design and construction industry work, that they have a really great attitude of, let's all just work together and make this mm -hmm. industry a better industry. And I think those are the kind of people that I want to, you know, have relationships with because they're the ones that motivate and, you know, and really inspire me. So mm. again, I'm way off topic, but <laughs> no. um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I think the, the ability of, of uh, you know, that's probably why I'm probably not the most successful custom home designer out there because there's other, you know, younger and more ambitious people. I'm more of just, hey, I just want to help people. And that's, can come across like, yeah, he, you know, is he really passionate about? It? Yes, I am. But mm -hmm. my passion is more for just helping people you know like just right. and I, it sounds very giving I know it sounds like I'm just a saint but it, it, you know I, sometimes I have to take that attitude and translate it into a bit I probably could work on my ambition you know my right. work my ass off type <laughs> attitude yeah. I'm kind of pretty laid back that way <laughs> it's, not, it's never a bad thing to be building rapport with people and building relationships I found like that's kind of the most important aspect yeah. of business yeah and I, I'd probably just add to that what I what I found over the years is that even when you're making that effort and or you sort of feel like you've made that effort for a while and you think oh okay well I guess that's not going to work out or all of a sudden I'm not saying in every case but a lot of those right. cases kind of like people just come out of the word work and kind of like either I heard of you through this other person that mm -hmm. you've kept in contact with or or literally people have just come back to me like a year after kind of going hey remember me you've been trying to get a hold of me you know and or you know right. you've been really you know staying in contact with me I just hey I'm, I'm wondering if we can get together and all of a sudden they're my next best client you know mm -hmm. so and again hopefully it's a it's a genuine thing too it's not just based on that sales side of you know they're in my sales funnel you know <laughs> yeah. but they really are they hey these are people I want to work with I really get along with them or boy they do great work I, I want to be a part of that I want to provide design service to a, a builder like this or a client or a developer or whatever so mm, wow yeah that's, that's really cool yeah I think uh, one piece of advice I got was uh, try and do business with people you want to have drinks with afterwards. Oh, that's <laughs> so, awesome. So it's yeah. kind of cool to hear what yeah, you're saying. That's it great. seems like you kind of follow that approach as well. <laughs> yeah. I like the drink aspect yeah. of it. <laughs> drink always helps. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so I guess what, kind of back to your personal career life, uh, what right now are you curious about? Like what? Um, mm. Wow, <laughs> that is deep. Um, I'd say probably. I mean, I'm, I'm as you can tell. You know, I'm older than you. I'm, I'm 55, and so to me, like I think I'm. Uh, it, I'd like to think it's not midlife crisis. That would be good, actually. If, mid, if this is midlife, I'm going to be 110. That, yeah. you know, that's pretty good <laughs> uh, when I die. I mean, but um, but I think for me, what I'm kind of going through, just mostly personally, but I guess a little bit professionally, is just being at that age where. Where I, I just want to be really aware. Like that mm -hmm. sounds a bit corny, but it really like I think you can go through life really um, unaware of what's around you. Uh, and so to me, I think there's just things that I want to know more about. And I'm not just talking about knowledge, but like head knowledge and being oh I'm really smart or you know mm -hmm. I'm you know I now have read all these business books and aren't I amazing? I've implemented this and this and this. Even though that'd be great, <laughs> um, but I think it's more just like personally just saying I you know I want to understand myself as a man, as a human being, as a father, as a you know just literally sort of know like and, and know who I truly am as a person, and then I can be, from awareness comes 
I guess the kind of knowledge I want, which is really about you know knowing who I am, and then as a result, I can be a better human being because of that, mm-hmm. instead of just kind of like I'm a man, so I must be this. Well, right. no, maybe I'm a different kind of man, or maybe I'm not yeah. that kind of guy. Like that stereotypes out there, or right. maybe I am exactly like the stereotype, but that's okay because that's who I truly am. You know, I'm, am I the macho guy? I don't know, but maybe I'm whatever it is, like man, husband. Whatever, and I think uh, you know. I I think so often in our world today, like we're all running around trying to be like everyone else, and and um, you know, I I you know I know I struggle with that sometimes too. So I, I just want to be as aware of who I am and say I'm I'm unique in myself, and let's just be happy with that, and and kind of then also be aware of weaknesses and you know other things that I do need to be working on, so that I'm I'm uh, mo- striving to be. You know, a better person versus just thinking I'm I got it all together because I know I don't. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to be working on here. Oh, cool. So you're saying like self-awareness is something you kind of look into one of your goals for the future, more a- self-awareness. Absolutely, because I think that's where any any growth and change comes from. Is because if you don't have self-awareness, then I mean, literally, what are you work? What are you working on? Because you can be kind of like I was for years, just kind of like, hey, I'm okay. You know, that's that was okay, just being okay, and I'm. You know, I'm not saying that we have to be, you know, striving for excellence at every moment of our lives, but, you know, sometimes we have to rest and, you know, that sort of thing. But I think there is at times when we, you know, the more aware we are of who we truly are, the more we can move on and make those little tweaks and changes and, and uh, you know, be our, just how much easier life is when we can just be ourselves. And Absolutely. I think we'd all get along a lot better than, because <laughs> yeah. you know, we're not as, you know, we're not all trying to get out there with our chest pumped out and yeah. stuff like that. So Yeah, the fake it till you make it, so I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I think, I mean, again, I, I'd like to think that people respond to me mm-hmm. when I'm being my true, genuine self. They go, oh, good. That okay. You, if someone doesn't like me because I'm too laid back or whatever, that's fine. I mean, I understand that. Not everyone's gonna like me. Maybe there's a lot of people who don't. But at least the people who respond to me, if I'm being myself, they, you feel like, oh, good. They're they like me for the right reason, I guess. And, right. and uh, you're gonna have those kind of really positive relationships as a result. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Right now, so far, so good. <laughs> Your vibes are pretty cool. So <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what are kind of back to the career stuff? Um, what type of myths in your industry do you wish uh, to debunk, or something that's oh. misunderstood about uh, your industry? Yeah. One little thing, and again, maybe this will spur some other thoughts in my <laughs> head. Uh, but one of the things I know in my in the residential design and, and construction industry is we're we're kind of a a wasteful industry. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we we're you know as in construction especially I'm not blaming it on construction but you know it is a very you know demo a house and just throw it away and you know and then in construction there's just a lot of waste so that's one thing that I think and I know we're moving in that direction to be more you know recycling and reusing and stuff like that so I think there's definitely um, you know uh, changes that are happening slowly mm-hmm. but that's something that I know definitely could be improved on the debunking I would think um, I, it's funny when, when someone came to my my booth at the Renault show on the weekend, and uh, I think I was wearing my glasses at the time or something, and he said, "Oh, you you look like a designer," and I was like, "I'm not sure what that meant." You know, I was like, "What?" It, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. I'm not sure if that's like you look funky or you look like an idiot. I don't know. But that's I mean, that's not, you're not a huge debunking, but I mean, to me, it's kind of like one of those things where I've seen you know creative people, designers of any you know industrial, uh, architectural, you know. Um, interior design, whatever it is, and, and I guess some people try to, you know, they actually fit into that cool 
funky whatever it is uh, vibe. I don't know what I fit into. I don't. I don't know. I look okay, I guess. But <laughs> I'm not very fashionable, and I don't, don't really care that much. But it was just, I guess, probably one of those things of, you know, sometimes we do look like our career, or we do, you know, try to fit into some mold. And and I know I don't make much effort. And my wife sometimes says to me, "Maybe you could. You're not going to wear that today, are you?" And it's like, "Oh, don't worry. I don't have any meetings." You know, right? I'm just, I'm just in the office. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, one of the other things I was thinking from, a, I guess, a debunk, especially on the residential side. Um, you know, I, I try to implement this into my company and how we internally in my company design homes for for people is is um, making sure that our clients realize that their home is their home and it's not like I'm not going to impose my exterior or what you know what I'd like in an exterior. Or, you know, I like contemporary, so your house should be contemporary. Or you know, I, I'm telling you what you know a home should be, and I think there are let's just say creative people or designers within industries that kind of force their perspective on people. And I think the, the, the attitude that I have is very collaborative. So it's really it's all about the client. It's, a, it's their home. I'm gonna give them direction, but I'm not here to tell them what they do. Do your homework, you know, figure out what means home to you, whether from exterior style or do you like an open house or open plan or you know more open or more you know mm-hmm. segmented or you know what means home to you that's what your home should be that's what a custom home is not mm-hmm. about you know go to a you know if so and so designed it then it must be really cool that's what i want my home to be well no it's here's your opportunity to have your home designed by a professional do it like just get involved and and uh, have your home specifically for your needs not someone else's or what someone else's opinion is it's and you know i i think that's the that's maybe the myth out there. It's, it's like, you know, if someone goes and shops at a certain store, well, they might want a brand and nothing wrong with that. You know, it could be colorful. It could be a certain Nike swoosh or something, whatever's important. On our side, I think there definitely are people who would say, oh, I want this architect or this designer to design my home. And to me, if someone came to me and said, I want an Ellergott design designed home, I'd say, yeah, great, we can do that. But I, I, without your collaboration, without your involvement and you making these decisions, it's not your home, so don't let me take <laughs> over here. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to not get your passion in the way, though. Sometimes you just want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to kind of jump on, take yeah, yeah, over, yeah. not take over, but I think some designers are that way. They kind of want to take over because they want their stamp on it. Yeah, you know, here's yeah. my name stamped on it. And to me, in the end, it, I mean, I've told people that, or oh, not, not to the client themselves, but <laughs> afterwards, I've, you know, or I've realized that, you know, that that home won't go on my website and it's not because it's ugly or because it just doesn't reflect maybe what I want to put out there to the world on homes that I've designed Mm -hmm. but that home they were that that client was happy with the Mm -hmm. with the end result they were happy with the home that they built and and um, because it was their home it's so unique it was like (laughs) you know maybe not my style maybe not you know what what I would have done but it's their home and that's I think what Mm -hmm. where I'm not saying that the industry needs to change. It's not like a. It's one way or the other. It's just you know my philosophy may be you know different than some other designers out there. Right, right. No, that's that's really cool. Um, so speaking about the industry and changing, um, what, how has the industry changed? You might have answered this in the previous question, but how's the industry changed in Calgary over from when you started to right now? Hmm. Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind is just sort of almost like material. Like, mm-hmm. for example, um, you know, actually some of it hasn't changed at all. To be honest, <laughs> yes. it's kind of sad. Like, it's, yeah. it's an, not an, I was going to say old boys 
club. Not it's not quite that way, but it you know definitely like it. We um, the majority of construction is still stick built, like so framers. Mm, wow. You know, still the same trades, and and not to say that that should change, but you realize you'd think that over time it would have you know maybe evolved. Um, but like for example, there's definitely definitely better materials out there now. Whether it's mm -hmm. from a, you know an exterior cladding perspective, we have you know we're not using maybe as much wood. You know mm -hmm. we're kind of using a cement siding or something like that. So way more uh, options and materials that again add you know different options on exterior styles, like you know from traditional to modern to you know whatever it is, right? And everywhere in between, hybrid. Um, so there's definitely you know. Floor joists are better made. You know, there's definitely things that are not using just, you know, a tree. It's basically taking the components of a tree and making a, a, a floor joist or something like that. So there's definitely things are moving in a direction. I think that that is better. Like just better product. Hopefully, homes that will last longer. Um, I think there's, and this is a great thing. Uh, definitely more women in the industry. Oh, I mean, like, it, yeah, I used. To, <laughs> I remember when I came out of state. I think there's like two girls in my class, and I don't know if either of them kind of got into the industry after school. Mm. Uh, it was a hard, uh, probably pretty, pretty uh, much a struggle. I think there's a few, uh, few ladies I knew in accounting. You know, oh, really? <laughs> one of the builders. You know, so, yeah. and I think now I'm not saying it's fifty-fifty, but I think that's definitely a huge improvement uh, in in. Women, you know, women on site, women in the trades, which I think is awesome. Probably adds a lot of value and and yeah. uh, diversity to the the force. <laughs> and I think, I mean, right now we're a, we're a staff of three, and you know, I've got one. My senior designer is, is a lady, and she's awesome, and, and she brings a just another level of experience and, and ability and, and expertise to what what we do. Yeah, it's yeah. good to have that diversity. It's Absolutely. If you have too many of the same thing, you can kind of get in the echo chamber. Of, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so not too many questions left. Um, this one's a little bit, maybe a little tougher one, but uh, what's one question that you never get asked that you wish you would? Or maybe while you're thinking about that. Yeah, uh, okay. I guess you kind of touched on the Inc. magazine, but what other resources have helped you along the way uh, to becoming kind of where you are today? Yeah, awesome. I, I think... I've been really fortunate over the years, just at probably different times in my career, just having mentors. So, mm -hmm. and sometimes that was kind of official, as in, can, do you want to be my mentor, or to, mm -hmm. to literally just someone who was giving of their time and and uh, you know advice and that sort of thing, someone who I could rely on, or someone who I could, um, you know, ask questions of. Sometimes that was about more you know personal things like fathering or you know um, relationships and stuff like that. And other and a lot of times it was sort of on the business side or you know career side, you know, people within, say, the, the, the residential design side of things. Um, so I, I guess part, I guess my, I guess advice or whatever it be is like, yeah, be, be looking around you. There's people out there that, that want to give back. I know for me now at my age, I mean, there's definitely there's so much for me to learn, you know, still. So I'm, I'm always looking for, you know, I have a business coach. Um, I'm always looking for people to, you know, ask questions of and, and advice. But I also am at that age where I think I've got a few things to say. And, um, you know, I'm not an expert, but I definitely think I've got, you know, what do you call it, like water under the bridge. There's, there's, there's experience and knowledge and hopefully wisdom there um, <laughs> that, that I want to start paying back. Like there's those opportunities, like for example, you know, I've had a lot of state students phone me up or from architectural technology and say, hey, can I just sit down with you? Or we're doing a project or, you know, can I have a, you know, a, some exper work experience or those kind of things. And so I know how valuable that is and, and the opportunities that I've had and the, and the, the willingness that, that uh, people in the industry and other people have, have um, you know, provide for me over the years. And I guess I'm at that point where I'm saying, okay, Brent, you're now at that age. Now you should be, 
you know, and I've been doing that for the last many years, just kind of, I guess, giving back or realizing, wow, look what I've benefited. How can I now, you know, kind of give that back and help the younger generation or whatever, <laughs> anyone, not just younger, but just people yeah. who are looking for help because, boy, I sure was, <laughs> you know, uh, blessed, I guess, with, with so many people that were able to do that for me and, and willing to give of themselves over the over the many years. So okay. back to the question. The one question I can think of is, uh, why do I love my job so much as mm -hmm. a custom home designer? And I think uh, the answer to that is is one on one side, it's because projects in residential design kind of turn over fairly quickly. Like it's not like in, you work for an architectural firm that's doing huge, you know huge skyscrapers and you know those kind of things and they might be working on that for years and years and residential work on a home or something like that it might be a few months and so I'm kind of like a kid that way where I'm, I have a very short attention span so I, I kind of like variety so it's perfect for me in that area where you know I know that in a day I'll probably work on two or three projects like a little bit here a little bit there I'll have a meeting you know so a lot of variety uh, which I like about you know this this side of the industry on the residential side and then I love you know, I've realized that a lot of what I love is, is just problem solving. So, um, you know, not, not say mathematically or, you know, like I'm not a scientist or anything that <laughs> smart and I'm not trying to push, you know, academics or anything. Uh, I never was that good at <laughs> But boy, I'm creative. That's what happens. But, you know, I love taking that creative ability and the problem solving and, and helping someone else, um, you know, design their home, do their, you know, design their renovation or whatever it might be and uh, you know apply my abilities in helping someone else and, and it's kind of a, an awesome benefit that I get paid <laughs> to do that you know yeah. um, but to again on the residential side I love that because that you're you're working with people and families uh, you know either to create or improve their home and that's something I've always you know I think most people would grow up hopefully if they've had a good childhood and <laughs> you know a good uh, relationship to a home or that sort of thing I mean that to me is one of the most important things we have is mm -hmm. is a home, whether that's an apartment or a, you know an actual home, a vacation home, whatever it might be, it's that place where we feel most at home. That's like kind of corny. <laughs> but you know that place where we, at the end of the day, you go go home to relax. You're with your family, your friend, you know whatever it is. You hang out there. It's where you feel safe. All those kind of things, which is beautiful. On the more commercial side, and nothing against this side of the industry, but you know you're dealing with a business that wants to build something for their business or office or retail and again that's really important in our economy and and you know in a in a city and culture but i'm really happy that i'm on the residential side and working with again like i said husband wife family whatever that mm -hmm. com combination is uh to be able to design their home and and improve their lifestyle there and in, in their in their home environment so mm -hmm. it's a yeah, I sometimes got to kick, you know, kind of remind myself of that when you get, you know, putting on those hats that I was talking about earlier about, you know, marketing and admin and stuff. And sometimes I get lost in that and I realize I got to get a little slap in the face every once in a while to say, I get to design people's homes. That's yeah. pretty beeping off. Sometimes you just get so lost in the passion, so lost in the, your little bubble that you forget, like, you're doing something you love. You're doing yeah. something that yeah, yeah, absolutely. most others don't get to follow their dream if you will absolutely yeah and, and yeah my encouragement to anyone listening there is just yeah find out what who you truly are find mm -hmm. out what what means something to you and find a way of you know not just make not just making money at it but you know yeah. finding a career that that you know you're gonna love for the rest of your life and, and again I know careers are shorter these days as in you know you might change over often mm -hmm. but at least find direction instead of just jumping from career to career based on what you can make, you know, find out how do you, because I think there's so many people out there that have made a lot of money because they're so good at it and, they, and because they really care. And I think that's mm -hmm. what a lot of people respond to, finding people that, 
that actually want to help them or you know want to be you know provide them with a service that they are really passionate about I mean it's always right. a bonus I think mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely uh, we talk a lot about careers kind of on the other side we work-life balance is a thing I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> so how does how does Brent's relax after after work or how does oh as I relax as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem there at all that's what I was saying before I probably I'm probably, uh, you should probably ask me, you know, <laughs> should you improve on the uh, motivation side? And I could probably, I don't know if I could put more <laughs> hours in, but yeah, I, I, the, the, the work life is really important to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I think uh, I try to make it important. I mean, I know it's important for my staff too. So we, mm-hmm. you know, we try to have that balance as a group. And um, yeah, I'd say it's just critical. I know sometimes when you have the energy and you say, oh, if I just kept working, if I kept working, I could make more money, more money. And I think that's, you know, you could, you know, what, what's the saying about work while the sun shines or something like that or make hay or some, something like some, that, some whatever like that. that is, yeah. <laughs> make money when the sun shines or something like that. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, when you have the energy and, you know, definitely, you know, make the effort, but I think there, it, it can be, I'm sh- I know it can be very unhealthy. I know there's times when my wife says to me, you look burnt out or are you okay? And, you know, they could just tell, and she's a very intuitive person. So, you know, I know I'm, oh, what I can look in the mirror and look at myself like, ooh, my goodness, you look terrible. So I, you know, I think there's, it's not only just, you know, I hope, you know, I hope people just realize how important that is so that they can have their downtime. For me, anyway, to answer your question about yeah. what I do, yeah, I got to admit that my wife and I love YouTube. I'm not, you know, I'm the YouTube guy. Yeah. My wife is not. We, we're more the Netflix and, oh, yeah, Netflix. you know, Crave and stuff like that. So we can get uh, binge on, on certain shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'd say, you know, I, I yeah, I have no problem. When I get home, I can sort of turn off work. Um, you know, hang out with my wife and, and just enjoy a night at home. Um, we, you know, I like to eat, I like to have a few drinks and, and yeah, just just have, get away from work as much as possible and, and enjoy. Cause then when, I'm, when I come back to work in the morning, I'm glad to be here and, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully energetic and providing the best service I can to, right. to my clients and, you know, hopefully trying to grow the business and, you know, again, trying to improve and, and uh, be aware of who we are and become yeah. better. Better and better. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Cool. So last couple of questions. Uh, so yeah, what what is your uh, goal for uh, your company? Uh, so if you were to wave a magic wand, uh, what, would, what would it look like ten years <laughs> from now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, one of our goals, or one of my goals for the company, is to become sort of a one-stop shop. So in the residential design industry, you often have sort of on one side, say, the architectural designer or architect. And then you have on the other side of the design equation, kind of the interior designer. And what I want to do is sort of basically create a company that would be both architectural design and interior and work collaboratively, you know, with, with the, from the design side of things and provide that complete design service to a client. Um, so there isn't a passing over or a, oh, now you got your home design, now go to interior designer and they have to do their work. And it's sort of this, uh, sort of a stutter, you know, and a kind of a dropping of the ball, I think, and it's not the ideal way to do it. But again, just because of how the way the industries work, you know, sort of typically um, set up, it just seems like there's, arch- you know, architectural design firms and interior designers. Then you got to go find a builder and then, oh, don't forget about the engineer. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a, it's not, it's not fragmented. It's just, you know, we're all separate entities and we typically work really well together, but we don't have that true kind of interaction and, and kind of like in a, architectural designer and an interior designer working together on a project. Mm-hmm. We kind of work in different silos or in different areas. So that's one of my goals is to kind of kind of take out that frustration for some clients and, uh, you know, provide a one-stop shop. Um, I think that's one of the things is, you know, also kind of obviously company growth. So I'd love to, 
you know, uh, um, you know, bring on a few more people, drafts like uh, intermediate and senior designers and draftsmen, and, and um, you know, be able to take on more volume as a company. Mm -hmm. uh, connect with uh, you know other custom home designers and renovators. Uh, be a, I think you know become established and become you know one of the best designers in Calgary, if not you know Alberta, and, and um, again have that kind of reputation where where we're very service oriented and, and um, really about you know becoming part part of people's teams like just working in collaboration with people not mm -hmm. you know being out there trying to look like it's all, we're the end all of be all but really about like without you know our our designs are nothing unless a builder comes along and actually builds it or a client or you know a client builds it himself or whatever so mm -hmm. you know really it's just designs on paper until you know we realize that hey we have to work together as an industry to to actually make you know have something come to fruition so right um, all that to say I think I think there's a lot of opportunity in the next 10 years I think it's gonna be a challenge for a lot of us in this industry with real estate where it is but I think there's opportunities you know I think uh, um, for us we you know I think we've got a lot of internal processes to work on and you know there's little tweaks here and there that we can become better at but I've got really good staff and I'm really proud of uh, you know what we've accomplished but I know we can get better and and uh, yeah that's, I'm excited to see how things are changing over the next few years absolutely yeah and I'm, I'm looking forward to your guys's growth as well so thank you <laughs> I appreciate your time being on the podcast um, my yeah pleasure. Where, where can the listeners connect with you online is there any uh, yeah if I, my, my wife does all my social media so hopefully I don't get this wrong but they could take a look at our website at uh, uh, basically it's beginwithdesign.com uh, I believe our Instagram, which is probably the best place to take a look at any work, is uh, at Ellergot Design. So that's E-L-L-E-R-G-O-D-T Design. Um, I think that's probably the best stuff. You could probably find me on LinkedIn. Don't care about that that much. So, but yeah, <laughs> if it's there. If you want to, if you want to reach out and have any questions, yeah, I'd love to hear from people. And, and again, thanks so much for the opportunity. It was a lot of fun trying to answer your questions. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, lots of lots of wisdom you imparted. So, <laughs> excellent. I'm sure our listeners will enjoy that. And yeah, um, I guess we like to end the podcast with maybe a question you have for the audience, or maybe a phrase, or. Um, maybe a story, anything. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a quick. I'll give you a quick story from the uh, the renovation show. All right. Um, this I know my business coaches, you know, really challenged me in these shows. You know, you gotta you, after a conversation, you gotta ask for your you know contact info and you know let me get back to you and when can we set up a meeting. So really intentional kind of the sales thing. You know, I'm more just I just want to you know answer people's questions and say hey here's my card, give me a call. And, you know, really low pressure. So anyway. With all that said, I had a, a couple come to the, the booth and they, we had a very good conversation about a possible renovation that they want to do. And, and I asked them, you know, oh, can I get your contact info to, uh, um, so I can get a hold of you in the next week or two and we could, you know, have a no obligation meeting and, you know, get together and see if it's a fit and, you know, throw around some ideas about your renovation. Mm -hmm. And they basically, oh, no, but we will take your card. And I was like, okay, well, that's good, you know. Um, at least I tried <laughs> and, um, and you know, kind of put it into the conversation. They took off and, you know, saw the rest of the home show and, and didn't really think about them that much until about 45 minutes later, I, I, um, I was having a conversation with someone. I kind of look over to the desk where my, uh, my fill-out forms are, my, my client contact forms, and, and this couple came back and started filling out the form like the, <laughs> to give me a contact. And I guess my question is either, like, I was just so, I was thinking, wow, that's cool. What did I do? Like, yeah. did something happen in the last forty-five minutes? <laughs> you know, like, did I was I just the 
right laid back or did I, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, did I not pressure them too much and they kind of thought like, eh. so I, I'll put, throw that out there. People like right. anyone in sales or anyone with more experience or better at this sales side than I am, like any experiences like that where, where people go, oh, that's happened to me. And I think it was because of that. Cause I thought, Hey, I'd like to implement that <laughs> yeah. because, you know, I asked for their content, but they kind of, whatever, didn't feel comfortable at the time. And then I'm like, Hey, here they are back. I just, I was, it was like a nice surprise, but it was like, Oh, that's weird. Like I could not figure out why. So if, yeah. if someone has some feedback on that, that'd be pretty cool. I'd, I'd, I'd implement that into my, my, my very detailed yeah. non-existent <laughs> sales process. Sales strategy. Yeah. Sales strategy. <laughs> Well, well, Brent, I really appreciate your time. I, I'm sure our listeners will get a good kick out of this episode. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>